What's your team name? The... Magic Mike's Wiener Party? Is it the Magic Mike's Double XL? Good people who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I'm your host for this episode, Matt McNeil, because our dear Mike Lucas has a fantasy football draft. Hey, listen, man. I am here. I'm just a little preoccupied with something else. Sure you are, Mike. Priorities, man. Right. Yep. No, no, that's I'm talking fine. about him. <laughs> that's fine. You you go ahead and, and make sure that you get Adrian Peterson uh, in Ooh. in your first round. Otherwise, Ooh. I'm going to hate you forever. No. Nope. Uh, he's shaking it's his head. He's the best running back in the league. Oh, yes, he is. Shut for up. a Vikings fan, it is. Uh, for anybody, it is, because uh, he's a monster, and you wait. McNeil, would you rate Adrian Peterson at a 9.5? I give him a 10. <laughs> I give Adrian Peterson a 10. Adrian gonna, Peterson is the Star Wars of the NFL League. Is that what, nobody gonna, else likes it, but you'll love it. Look, Adrian Peterson is going to carry the Vikings all the way to the Super Bowl this year. Can we, and see. can we just know that Shane hasn't been here for about 25 million weeks, yep. yeah. right? and the last thing he knew we talked about was 9.5? No, I've listened to all of them. Shane, where have uh, you I also know I could have thrown in a hashtag eight for the gray if yeah. you want me to throw that also, in Also, Adrian <laughs> Peterson beats his kids like Kylo Ren beats his computers. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kylo Ren? Or? <laughs> we, have to, we have to toss in allegedly. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a legend. <laughs> Not a legend. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that actually that's a fact. All right, we're just going to throw the movie review out this week. We're going to talk about Adrian Peterson. <laughs> yep. um, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to uh, get into the review of Clue. Um, there's nothing worth noting for uh, theaters or DVDs this week. So. Jungle Book. Uh, I guess that does come to DVD. Yeah. That's the Jungle only Book. thing. Yeah, that that's looks, the only that thing looks pretty good. Yeah. And... Uh, Oh, uh, Mike just tried to. Who's hard target too? So, uh, hard target with Scott Adkins, <laughs> yeah. according to Shane. So hard the tar- Jungle Book comes out to DVD this <laughs> week. That's hard the only target. thing that you need to know. I don't know if you um, remember the '90s when John Woo came to America and his first movie was with okay. the mega star Jean Claude Van Damme. Get out of here! Aside from what you're target, saying, you're this fired. is why he hasn't been here for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired, Shane. You guys are too uh, snobby. You need to watch good movies. So look for the Jungle Book coming to DVD. Um, there's nothing in theaters. So uh, we've got our we top actually, five yeah. top five favorite uh, week of the you movies. <laughs> <laughs> top five week. Mike's over here pointing stuff. I'll take I'll take over from here, McNeil. <laughs> uh, so basically, what happened was we had an email a couple weeks ago that said we want to know more about our reviewers. Uh, what you guys like uh, in particular. Uh, as far as movies, and so they wanted us to put together top fives, and so we did. Uh, their top five favorites. So will you stop trying to cheat? I'm gonna get into them in a second. Uh, so this is mine. Uh, top five. Uh, are these in any particular order? Yes. Are these these most are favorite to worst. Descending. Uh, like least favorite of the top favorites. So you're gonna five work to one. Yes. Say okay. five to one. Okay. Well, but five could be like Wait, the five's a higher number. Anyway. Uh, so five is I'm gonna go with Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a toss up between uh, that and the first Star Trek, uh, like the, the, the first the, uh, of the Star reviews. Yeah. This, like this the, is your this the, is your the, number five, yeah, right? Yeah, 2009 Star Trek. You got it. Uh, I really love uh, the characters of Guardians of the Galaxy and Chris Pine's yeah, Captain Kirk is, is is probably one of my favorites. Top. Dude, dude. Uh, have characters. you seen the new one? No, I the second See. one ruined it for me. No, so, this one the third is one's so better than good. The and Chris Pine finally is like. Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. He's a leader, man. He's it's pretty good. good. Awesome. All, um, our, we're trekking out over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. I, and think, yeah. I picked a lot of these movies on my list. I realized were the first time I seen them, I didn't know a whole lot about them. And they just kind of blew my mind when I watched them. Uh, so number four is How to Train Your Dragon. And I'm being dead serious <laughs> about this. The first time I watched this, dude, I was like, hey, man. Like, I was at my friend's house. And I was like, hey, we got to go like do this thing. And then like it was on, and we just couldn't stop watching it. So, and, like, I've watched it since then, and it's awesome. So, I'm a little kid at heart, 
How to Train Your Dragon, and you guys apparently it's are cool, hating man. on that. No, I've cool, never man. seen that. I, I, oh, I, dude, so you, I can't you're hate. missing out. I, I have it. seen that one. It's not one of my favorites, but it's not horrible. All right. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, number three is Fight Club. Oh, I, I love that movie. God, no. Plot twist is like amazing. It's it's. I get no. I, it's not that I don't like it. It's just vastly overrated. Yeah. It's just an okay movie. He feels it's, it's, it's slightly overrated. above average, but it's. You talk to like Fight Club fanboys. And no, they no, think no. It's I'm not like a f- the best movie ever. I'm not a fanboy. First boy. time watching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't see it coming. It blows your mind. It's For kinda, sure. And I, it's just an above average movie. To I me. love Edward Norton. He's, he's one of my favorite actors. And Brad Pitt's pretty cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> Aaron's face. That's the first time anybody's ever said that. <laughs> just so you know. Nobody has ever said, I love Edward Norton. I'm, I'm okay. Also, you guys, Jared Leto's in that movie. And Did you say Leto? Yeah, yeah. Leto. Leto? Leto? Jared Leto. Leto? Right. And I'm the one that says dumb things. In, in what movie? <laughs> yeah, he's, he Fight Club. he's in Apparently Fight Club. Apparently he's in Fight Club. I don't know. Anyway, I like yeah, Fight Club. He was Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, he played himself. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, number two on my list, everyone hates 21 Jump Street. Yep. I don't hate that. <laughs> okay, this guy likes it. I, I like the Jump Street I, movies. I, I do hate that. He's on my side. Look at me. Now I don't... I'm, I would not put funny. it anywhere near my top five. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> but think I don't hate it. I mean, it's one of my favorite, like, just funny, dumb movies, and it blew my mind when I saw it because I had no idea. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yes. What? That's Johnny Depp? That's <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows. Uh, and number one, we talked about it when we reviewed it, uh, but Inception. You know, it's just, it's my favorite movie. It blew my mind when I saw it. It has lost value since then, but, it, you know. Man, how do you have I'm a mind sh- left? Your mind got blown during all <laughs> these movies. I'm, I'm fairly <laughs> certain, Mike, that you've gone on record saying that 21 Jump Street is your favorite movie. I've he also gone that. on record that saying a lot of movies are my favorites. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but, that's fair. But, that is true, too. But top fives, dude, are like, they're, it's a changing, it's yeah. a revolving it's thing. It's hard, especially uh, if you don't make it like top five of a specific genre, because then you're, then you're, trying to compare genres to each other yeah. your favorite action to your favorite comedy how do you rank one above the other the yep. two different my my kinds top of five list probably changes every week <laughs> right that's what i'm saying like i i always kind of look at it like my favorite movie is the movie that is most present like even sometimes i'll be watching a decent movie like it's not great in any capacity i'm like oh, i like this i might put this on my top favorite list and then like a week later i'm like that movie sucks you know what I mean? It's the movie that's the always the emotional present. impact at the time helps too. Yeah. Right, for sure. So yeah, you know, it's it's an always it's an ever changing thing. Um, but yeah, this is it right now. And I was trying to like think about this all this week, and I ended up putting this together today. <laughs> so like for like twenty <laughs> minutes before that's show. The best way to do that is don't think and just write down, and then yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's my top five. <laughs> All right, and uh, I think next week we're doing mine. Right? You said I right? believe so. Okay, cool. So. Everybody better tune into that because it's going to be the best top five list of oh, your entire I'm life. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, get out of here, Brent. Um, I wouldn't put that in my top five. I do like that movie. No, it's going to be Star Wars episode. Yeah, four, five Star Wars episode. movies. No, it won't do. It won't be that either. I Seven, will six, five, four, one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, and episode one is number one. No, he's, he's going to have episode four on there twice. That's, yeah. That's as number one and number two, but one of them is going to have like a seven next to it. Putting so episode one in anybody's top five list is wrong on a f- like. What if it's a top five's wor- five worst movies? Oh, well, then that'd okay, be fine. So don't but, but like top five favorites, episode one should be nowhere near it for anybody. Top five favorite movies to not watch. <laughs> what? what, what about? Here. Yep, gotcha. What You're all the fired. Kid that played Anakin. It's probably his favorite. <laughs> top movie. one worst child actor of all time. <laughs> Dude, isn't he in like prison yeah, or something? I don't know. I think he is. I think he's like in prison now or something. Okay. Yeah, he did. Something. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Clue, you guys, that's our movie for this week uh, from 1985. Five. Yep, it's got a 7.3 on IMDb, Ooh. starring Tim Curry Hi. as Wadsworth, uh, Christopher Lloyd as Professor Plum, and then a bunch of small people filling out the rest of the cast. They're, they're normal sized people. <laughs> they, they are normal sized people, but they're not they're not big names. Is, okay, this is what I mean to say. Um, yeah, 7.3 on IMDb. B. It's got a 62% from critics with an average rating of 5.8 out of 10 and an 86 from audience uh, with a 3.6 out of 5. Do the math yourself. Um, 7.2. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> uh, so f- initial thoughts, you guys. What did you think of it? 
Uh, I've seen this before multiple times when I was younger, though. It's been probably more than 10 years since I've seen this. And it's okay. It's enjoyable. There are some parts that I liked a lot more than the rest of the movie, like the little last bit of Tim Curry reenacting the entire yeah, movie that is sequence. Probably that, the best that bit. last bit saves the yeah. what is otherwise to me a not a good movie. I, I kind of liked the the Tim little Curry. bit of like the adult humor in a PG movie that that was pretty good. But it's just an okay movie. The especially for the type of movie it is, the story was super convoluted. And the fact that they just did it so that they could make it as confusing as possible and then have three different endings just kind of annoyed me. So, All right. Uh, Shane already kind of gave his because he, yeah, he said um, he didn't like it. <laughs> it's not that it was – yeah, it's just not a great movie to me. I did, I did like Tim Curry. Without him, this movie is so bad. Smashing! Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Michael okay. Lucas, everybody. Some thornberries. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> stop. Uh, without him, this movie's probably a zero because there would have been nothing that I would have liked about well, it. But yeah. he, especially the last minute where he's just raving on and on, it, it saves. There the was movie. nothing. Not even the French maid outfit. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Did that give you a raging I wrote, clue? I wrote down, I wrote down one. Right I wrote now. down one note before I was like, "This, wh- whatever, no more notes." Uh, it was nice cans, horrible acting. Yeah. Raging that was, <laughs> that was it. That was it. Okay, <laughs> let's not make this a practical. Right like this is better than Practical Magic, where all we talked about. I would about rather was... watch Practical Magic. Oh. No, you wouldn't. No, probably you... not. I oh. lied. No, you wouldn't. I, would. I was gonna say if you have, if you've <laughs> wow. actually seen that movie, I've you know you would not magic. rather watch it. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, th- this movie had good things. I I, I was watching it with a friend. <laughs> I stopped it and was like, "Who do you think did it?" Like, before they got to, like, revealing everything. So I thought that was pretty fun, because I got to play a game within a game. So yeah, but it's it's not that... I feel like the movie didn't allow you yeah. the opportunity to make an educated guess. That's why I said it was so convoluted. They just kind of kept things hidden purposely to make it confusing. Very true. Um, I'm not going to fault that, but... I In the first scene, I was... Um, when they went to the room, there was somebody missing, and I was like, someone's not here, but I don't know who. Yeah, and it it would have helped. Like, I hate when they do this, but if they made it blatantly obvious, like who Mister Green was, because he's wearing a bright green outfit, that would have helped. But it they they were all wearing like regular attire. Uh, Brent, what did you think? Well, (laughs) I uh, it wasn't the greatest movie ever. It wasn't horrible. It was an enjoyable movie. I have seen this movie quite a bit. Like when I was a kid, I saw it a lot. So, kind of like Mike, this time around, after I know how it's going to end, this time around, I kind of was looking for, like, oh, it was so-and-so really missing at this point and seeing, like, where they were and stuff like that. So, for me, it was kind of fun to watch it this time and actually look for stuff like that, which, even though you look for it, it still really doesn't help, like Aaron was <laughs> saying. So Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. That's a fair point. I uh, I love this movie. It's It's one of my favorite movies ever um we haven't had a cult classic in a while that's why i picked it because we we need some more cult classics up in here um but this is a movie i bust out maybe once or twice a year that's how much i enjoy it um it 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 is campy and it is stupid um but this movie gets me laughing every time even though i know all the jokes i know when they're happening it still gets me um and for it being based on a board game like i when I first saw this movie the first time, I thought this is just going to be awful. But I was pleasantly surprised. I do think that Tim Curry carries this movie absolutely, Shane. You're 100% right. Without him, I think this movie is a lot worse. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that the other actors in it They are did bad. fine. I, um, that, was, I, that was my thought, too. Is, is <coughs> Aside from uh, Yvette, she was oh bad. she's awful. She was bad. Aside from her, I think everybody did a fine job acting. I, there were no standouts aside from Tim Curry. But. Well, well, and even Tim Curry was—I don't want to say wasted, but without the last twenty-minute scene, even he was forgettable. Yeah. Oh, but these are the types of movies he does, though. Yeah. Well, this this whole movie was a who's who of comedy actor type people in the '80s for these type of movies. I mean, every pretty much everybody in this movie was in movies like that in the 80s and they kind of worked together and did stuff like that. I mean, some of them you might not recognize, but like Madeline 
Kang Klein or however you say her last name. I can't think of it. Right. She was like in Blazing Saddles in the seventies, and then in like some other kind of movies like this in the eighties. So I mean, they all were, I guess, maybe B-list comedy actors of the eighties. I guess. Sure, sure. Is if that's what Char- you would call character them. comedy actors, where they kind of just were in stuff but not front and center recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, like, Tim Curry. Tim Curry was... Right. And this, I think you can tell a lot about a person um, by knowing which movie they recognize Tim Curry from. And for me, it's this one. This this is far and away my favorite Tim Curry performance out of anything he's Even ever done. Even over It? Even over It. I, I like him in It a That's lot. That's what most people, I think, would say is Most it. people would go to It. Most or, or and a, lot, a lot of people would go to Rocky yeah, Horror. Rocky for me, Horror, for me I go to think. Clue. Um, this, this is my favorite... Tim Curry performance. I guess I forgot to read the synopsis, but it's Clue. If you've ever played Clue, you know yeah, the synopsis. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> who killed who and what location with what weapon? Right. Um, and so, I guess let's let's kind of dive into the meat and potatoes of the movie. Um, right away, we start off like they they set this up as it's not going to be any kind of like drama at all. This is far like they set it up immediately as a comedy with the whole like dog poop. And then that's like a running joke through the first <laughs> Everybody like five that minutes walks the in the yeah. first door sniffing around. Yeah. I think that was the right call too, because you can't make a board game and make a overly serious movie. Then you get Battleship, or you know, what I mean? like where <laughs> they try and fail miserably. It, uh, it was it was the right move to make it campy and over the top silly. It was a good tone for it. Had to be that. Yeah, that that's fair, but. At the same time, they took what might be one of the most basic board games ever and made this super, super convoluted, complex story to go along with it. I, like somebody's blackmailing them. You don't know who. And then at the end, they just kind of flip it on 18 different people. And it's, it's just too complex for such a simple idea. I agree. Um, Do you think the, that the, was the, the running time? Well, yeah, that's what I mean, to to fill an hour and a half. A TV episode, it's an hour and a half now. Right. Um, I will agree that that the plot was convoluted, um, but that's because they have three different endings. Uh, And and it's what's cool about this movie, because it did have a theatrical release, and the theatrical release were the randomized endings. So... Yeah, every, I read, every time I read that. So the, each like the people that saw the movie were seeing different endings depending on when or where they saw it. Right, and then it wasn't until you got the the home release where they put all three endings together. So let me ask you guys this question: Which was your favorite ending? Because I know what mine was. My favorite was the one that had each person killing somebody else for a different reason. That kind of I thought wrapped it up more cleanly than the other endings it wasn't as convoluted each of them had a motive for killing somebody in a certain situation so that was my favorite that was that was probably my favorite too but i do like the this miss scarlet one just because of the whole one plus two plus one plus right two plus. yep that that part was pretty good but i i would say where each of them did something i think that would probably would be my favorite of the endings. i would i would say that I did not like the Miss Peacock one. No, uh, yeah, that one. No, I didn't. I I liked it. I would rank but it. Uh, Mrs. Peacock was a man. I, <laughs> see, I would I would rank it. Yeah, the, all of them, and then uh, Scarlet, Scarlet, and then Peacock. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, uh, what about? Wasn't there? Okay, it's just those three. Yeah. yeah. Scarlet Peacock. Okay, and then all of them. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we're all in agreement here. I I also liked the uh, the ending where they all killed somebody, and then Mister Green ended up being the the FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Miss Scarlet ending comes in a close second because of what you said, Brent, with the whole one plus two plus one plus one, or or one plus one plus two. <laughs> that, that that part was pretty great. Um, and I will agree with you, Aaron, that. I love I love the amount for this movie being PG. I love the amount of adult humor that they threw into it. And it's not it, you know, nowadays adult humor means vulgar completely rated R jokes. Right. This is like subtle humor that kids wouldn't pick up on but adults like the fact that every guy when they meet Yvette <laughs> is just staring straight at it. it's like they're yep, completely trained. Yep. Or well, yeah. Or like <laughs> no this, thank you. This, yeah. And <laughs> 
Um, or or when Mr. Green says he's a homosexual, like none of the other guys want to sit next to him. Yeah. yeah, and then like Shane mentioned, when they're trying to split up in pairs, they're like, okay, who wants to go with the vet? And all the guys are like, I do, I do. And Mr. Green's like, uh, no, thank you. Uh, and that's and then he ends up getting paired with her anyway, which is pretty pretty excellent. Um, that's actually probably one of one of the better scenes is when they all have to split up. Just watching the how each pair interacts with each other. Um, because I like the whole like uh, Wadsworth and Mrs. White when they're checking upstairs and they're like, it's dark in there. <laughs> yeah. Is there, is there a light switch? Well, I'm sure there's a light switch. Well, well, I can't see one. Well, I don't see one either. Yeah, I felt like at that, that felt kind of like uh, an episode of Scooby-Doo where it's just these, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, these people yeah. searching around a mansion. You don't know who's the that killer. That was the whole tone of this. Was right. Scoo- I mean, you but think of Tim Curry like doing his animated running through the back and forth down the hallway through me. the rooms. And I mean, it's Scoo- this is like a Scooby-Doo episode yeah. is what it is. Well, and uh, one of my favorite things about this movie is how when people start <sighs> dying at first, everybody's like shocked and scared. <laughs> and then by the end yeah. of it, they're just like throwing the bodies all over the place. <laughs> and then they just walk in. On, I forgot which kill it was. They just walk in and all of them just go... <sighs> and yep. walk out like it. Oh well, here's another one. Yeah, and, and even even before that, when they are uh, when they lock the the motorist in the lounge, and then they walk by, and uh, Colonel Mustard pops his head into the study. He's like, "Just checking, everything all right? Yep, two corpses. Yeah. We're fine." <laughs> yeah, just so I mean, it wasn't laugh out loud hilarity, but there were good lines, and it kept you entertained at least. But it wasn't like I said, it wasn't a hilarious movie that's going to have you rolling, but. Uh, it had me rolling. There were, but there were parts. This is my the, type of humor, though. The one part that I laughed out loud, uh, and I've seen this before, but it still caught me this time was the 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 uh, singing grass, oh singing gram or whatever. <laughs> that telegram. scene, man, I laughed out loud. <laughs> they at just that shoot one. her right away. <laughs> <laughs> that one had that one got me. Uh, a lot, some of the humor missed, uh, but yeah, overall, it was at least consistent with its humor. Yeah. I like how it's it's kind of like. Because we mentioned how maybe the complex story was due to runtime, and I like how they kind of addressed that issue, the complexity. Because every time they went on this long rant, Tim Curry would be like, "Well, to make a long story short," and somebody's like, "Too late." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they've been, they, that's another joke that's running like throughout yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Um, I love I love the amount of running jokes. Um, but what did you guys think overall of like? I guess the cinematography. Do you think there like was it only okay, or are there any shots that you guys specifically enjoyed? It was just wide shot after wide shot after wide shot. There Which weren't. I loved. You don't see that anymore. Well, and well, it, this it, was exactly. Also the 80s. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, that, I know it. That's that's what I mean. You don't see shots like that anymore. And with a with a cast of what seven, however many people, trying to get all of them in the same shot so that they're you see the back and forth and re- the reactions to each other simultaneously you don't have to have 800 cuts to show everybody's face and how they're reacting to a situation i thought it was great that they did constantly try to include as many people in the shot as they could i agree i don't know i mean there's still ways to do that with being a little fancier this just this seemed generic that's just me i don't know i i love it when you pull just pull the camera out right. and let us see what's going mm-hmm. on. Right. Like that was my biggest. Let the movie do the talking. Yeah. I don't think this was a movie that needed fancy. Yeah, sometimes less is more, and, and this was definitely a movie. The, that the I, one thing I did have a, a, I guess not a gripe about, but I I noticed is, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but they didn't really do a good job of of laying out the building like you didn't know what room was where where was this where you know what i mean like right that i had a problem with i didn't get the layout of the of the actual house the the four the four main rooms i think they did um but once they all started splitting up and you got uh i think the most confusing to me was mrs white and uh, uh wadsworth um upstairs checking out the rooms that was probably the most confusing layout but like on the on the ground floor you know where, like, the big rooms where they spend most of their time, you know where those are in relation to the rest of the house, yeah, at least for I, me. I agree. The When they stuck to the main floor, because you knew, I mean, it was, like you said, four rooms that they constantly went from one to the other to the other to the other, so you got the layout pretty easily there, but then it got, when you like you said, when they split up and there's 
six different people and different groups or whatever there were and it, you just kind of forgot who was where and then they started with the secret passages and you're trying to figure out what was connecting to where and it was it was a little confusing but I don't think it did a bad job of I didn't take away from the movie. You weren't confused and trying to figure out, okay, who the heck is where and what's going on here. No, because it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it just, you watch a, a good horror movie that that's set in like a mansion or something like that. They spend a lot of time, they almost make the building a character in itself. They spend a lot of time exploring the building, uh, setting up the layout. Well, right. This isn't a horror, though. And I totally, I I totally get yeah. I'm on your side, though. I no, wish I they... know. Uh, and I get that. And, and like I said, it wasn't as important because the house is not a character in this. It's not a central part of the story. It just I just noticed it. It, did, it didn't take away from the movie. I just noticed it. For sure. And that was kind of what I was saying earlier. With like, I wish it would have... They would have made it blatantly obvious with who the characters were. Like, they did with Miss Peacock because she kind of had, like, peacock features with, like, a bunch of feathers yeah. hanging out. But with Mr. Green, I wish he had, like, a, a bright green suit. Well, and it wasn't bright green, but it was, like, an off... Well, it was, like, a turquoise-ish. Blue, I thought yeah. it was blue. Yeah. Was it blue? To I, me, I just really thought it was blue. Oh, really? Suit. I thought it was, like, a turquoise-ish, like, been. almost greener type of blue. But, like, with Plummy, he had, like, a purple tie. But that's not enough for me. I want more. You wanted them to be, like... Obvious. Just go full-blown caricature mode. Obvious. <laughs> I... Actually, wouldn't have minded that. I mean, if you're going camping and you're going silly, anyways, yeah. I wouldn't have minded. I, I didn't know. mind how I, they did it. But I, th- I think that's a good I idea. Think, I think that that might have been too distracting because they're as with with as campy and as ridiculous as this movie is. They are setting it like in the real world, and nobody dresses like yeah, that. yeah. Um, I mean, what if? Sorry, what so, were you gonna no, say? Go ahead. I was like, what if instead they wore just like the Green Man costumes? You know, just no. F- f- get <laughs> just like here. colors, like a generic go, token go on a your game draft. board. <laughs> um, so here, here's a fun fact. Apparently, the, there's a remake in the works of uh, this movie. It already uh, happened. I forgot to tell this story. I could not find this movie anywhere. I went to Furniture Mart. I went to you know CD Trade Post stuff like that. Not on Netflix. Not on uh, Hulu. So I check Amazon. Hey, there's Clue. I'll rent it. Four ninety nine. 2015 version I apparently I didn't know it existed I didn't know there was more than one so I now rented that one and I'm going to have to watch it because I paid money for it I guess from what I'm seeing here is that Universal Studios announced in 2011 that there was going to be a new film and then it got dropped and then it got picked up again um, because Gore Verbinski was going to direct it I don't know who that is uh, and then it says here uh, he did the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean and Lone Ranger. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, and I'm just on Wikipedia. If you guys also want to look this up on your own time, uh, but it says in <laughs> August 2016, the tracking board reports that Hasbro landed at 20th watch? Century Fox with Josh Feldman producing for Hasbro Studios oh, so and that's... Ryan Jones serving as executive producer, um, while Daria Kerchek is overseeing for Fox. It's that's different to, than the one I watched. Yeah, then. the, the, the film. Watch, but oh, we'll, this sounds terrible. Just, the film will be a worldwide mystery with action adventure elements, potentially setting up a possible franchise. So a money grab that has nothing yeah. to do with Clue. Well, right? I, yeah, I just looked something up, and there was something called Clue, a movie mystery adventure that was made in 2014. That's one of a bunch bought. of like. I'll nobody, tell you how it is. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I don't know any of these people in this movie. Is it a bunch like, of small people? It's like yeah, yeah it's like young. It's people. like it. It looked like it's a young like teen twenty. Uh, well, it says cast. this one's about teenagers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'll watch it. Yeah, that it. sounds awful. Yeah, it doesn't even look like an actual clue thing. It says so very different teenagers, which <laughs> already I don't know if I like this. <laughs> So very different teenagers are all enjoying their everyday lives when they witness a dramatic incident. Unfairly accused of creating a hoax, they team up to find out the truth. That doesn't even really oh. sound like Clue. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound like Clue at all. So here's here's a here's an interesting question for you guys. Since we all kind of agree that the that the plot is convoluted at best, um, how do we make it better? Uh, I have no idea. I, without I, with doing a full length movie, I'm not sure streamline it somehow but you have to add something and there's not much you could do, do you think that maybe taking out the multiple endings and then just giving one ending would have helped I don't know uh, possibly I guess it was just hard the whole like blackmailing and the government side all of them had government jobs and all of the 
vaguely connected lives, it was hard to accept a real motive. If they could have streamlined that somehow and somebody had an actual motive, it would have been better. I don't know. It just felt like they kept it cloudy so that you purposely could not figure it out until it's got to be. I think they did that intentionally. I thought it was it fit the theme of the game. You were confused the entire time trying to figure out your your theories changing. But it has got to be difficult to figure you have your starting point. Okay, six people in a house, multiple weapons, one guy died with what where? How do we turn that into a story? You ha- you almost have to make a convoluted plot to make that make any sense for a movie. Yeah, I sp- I suppose you're right. Um I was just thinking because you know, it does does that convoluted plot because like I agree with Aaron that it does fit the tone of of the board game and also the tone of this movie, but does it detract from the movie overall? In my opinion, yes. Okay, I just thought it was so simple everywhere else that trying to do it that way, it felt cheap. It felt like they, I like. I like twist endings. I like surprise endings. I like whodunits, but I like them done in a way that allows you to try to figure it out along the way. And I felt like there was really no doing that with this movie. Okay. That's fair. Do you guys agree with that? I do agree with that. I, I, I'm the same way. I feel like it's cheap when a movie kind of like, Oh, ha ha pulled that one on you. Well, okay, you didn't give me a chance to figure it out, so well, to not be, really. Well, to be fair, Shane, Art of the Steel kind of did that, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never said that was a great movie. Uh, that's fair enough. I said um, it was an entertaining movie. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll concede that to you. Um, does anybody else have anything to add before we go into ratings? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's so simple a movie. Like I said, without that last part with with Tim Curry, which was <laughs> awesome, absolutely hilarious. That's that's right up there with scenes where where an actor that's not normally top build takes over a movie completely. That's right up there with uh, like in Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, when he's doing his whole little story and he just completely steals the entire movie. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell does. Yeah, so Tim Curry does that in this movie, and it's fantastic i don't know if i'm more offended uh that you said tim curry isn't a top tier actor um or if anything else that just came out of your mouth so (laughs) in i've been trying to figure out your pecking order in hollywood (laughs) (laughs) i'm highly offended ben foster is an amazing actor right a lister and he's a b actor but tim curry's leading man mike Mike has uh (laughs) like channing tatum and the fat guy in 21 Jump Street that Jonah I hate, Hill. Jonah Hill. Everybody hates, I think. Yeah. Is there anybody in the world that likes him? I don't like him. Don't think so. Leo Anyways. does, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so there it is. Those are his A-list actors. Everybody else is B. No, 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 no. And I'm, I'm, I was just kidding about Tim Curry. I, I know. I'm I, just saying. I have, like, Tim Curry's a good actor. He's definitely, like, he's top of the B. But I'm just, Ben Foster is a B actor. He's if, not. Oh, goodness. He's an amazing he's actor. He's better than he's most the leading actors. top five actors. young actors out there. He's and not he's, young, though. <laughs> well, 30s. Is he? He feels like he's been in you think he movies is forever. Well, I mean, maybe he, he was in Flash maybe. Forward from the Disney show. Mm. So maybe that's. <laughs> we've been seeing him for years. Maybe that's yeah, why. I mean, yeah. I don't know what that is. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never mind then. Uh, it was Ben Foster before he was Ben but Foster. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If Tim Curry stole the show with that, because this he was kind of absolutely but did. He was kind of he started off stealing the show. Like this was definitely his movie. Yeah, but he was kind of the the one that brought levity to the whole situation. He was the down to earth, not funny one. Like the other ones were kind of off the wall caricatures, and he was the one that played it straight until that moment, and it was great. It, He's, yeah. like, comically over the top, running from a, and acting out every death. Yeah, it's so sing, good. Single favorite moment is when he reenacts the cook's death. He falls out. <laughs> and then he's just, just going again. Oh, that was that, the best. That is by far the best scene in the movie. I especially like the part when uh, 
earlier in the movie, Mr. Green slaps Miss Peacock because she's screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes <laughs> he back and he again. slaps her, and he's like, "Well, I had to stop her screaming like yeah. repeats." And <laughs> she's just best. like, "Will you slap me again?" <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. I did want to add uh, the soundtrack. I think fit the tone. It, it set the tone too, right from the start. The opening scene had the had the campy mystery horror kind of yeah. 80s theme uh and i think throughout the movie it it set the tone and then it it stayed with the tone throughout the whole movie and forgive me if we've talked about this already um i'm like multi or try multitasking how's your draft going mike i'm doing pretty well uh but do you think this movie would have benefited with different actors and actresses no 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 this I is don't the think perfect so. cast yeah 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 i mean you have to kind of have these no names and i was well, they, i don't think it would they, have they been weren't okay they weren't no either. names they were they were all small people according to matt <laughs> they were <laughs> they were very short <laughs> no they but were you, cheesy 80s actors basically and that's what this was was which, cheesy 80 acting well, but what i mean is you can't me have christopher lloyd was in it though because by this point he had already done back to the future right yeah but well no Wait, was, when was that? Back to that the was. Bef- I think that was. I thought was that, that was like '87. Was it? Let yeah, me, I think this was. Before. Keep talking. But I'm gonna even, look at sure. Still, like Doc Brown's cheesy as any character. <laughs> uh, no, they were both '85. Oh, okay. So I don't. I don't know if this one came first or not. Um, I guess I could see what month. Hey, do out. a quick search. When did the Wild Thornberries come out? <laughs> oh, stop it, Mike. So yeah, back, to, like back to the Future. Back to the Future was July 1985, <laughs> and Clue was December 1985. Speaking so of the. He had done Back to the Future already before this. Yeah, but they he probably filmed them back to back, so yeah. he wasn't. You know, okay, that that's probably yeah. a fair statement. Hey, Mike. Speaking of uh, Wild Thornberries, have you seen the Wild Thornberries Rugrats mashup? The no, Rugrats go with wild? Bruce Willis. No, nobody yeah, has Bruce except for you. Spike when he starts his talking thing. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. All right, let's let's get let's get back on track. <laughs> if if nobody has anything else worthwhile, let's let's get into ratings. Let's do it. Okay, uh, who wants to start? You can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was my pick. I guess I'll start. Um, this movie, while the plot is convoluted, and it, I, th- I think if you, if you make this movie at any other point in time with any other cast, it doesn't work. I think even if you were to remake this movie and still put Tim Curry in this spot, it wouldn't work as well as it did then. Um, that's almost what you could call a beautiful disaster, perfect storm, if you will. Um, I'm going to give this movie an eight. Uh, I've seen this movie probably upwards of 20 times, and it, I still laugh. It still gets me every time I watch it. So it's definitely an eight for me. Okay. Well, I don't think of it that highly. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I, I do, didn't really expect anybody no, no, else no. but me to I, completely I do love agree it. with a lot of what you said. That It feels like... Mid '80s is a perfect time, and those actors were perfect ones for this type of movie. Because, like you said, even after I watched this, I was thinking, "Who could it be if they did it today?" And it, it's hard to think of somebody that they probably put Jonah Hill in it. Yeah, Jonah what Hill. About, what about Tatum? Jim Carrey in the '90s and as Tim Curry acting that ending with with Jim Carrey? I, I in don't his think, prime, not now I when he think, was funny. I don't think Jim Carrey could pull it off as well as Tim Curry did. I think he could because Tim Tim in Carrey his, in his prime. Jim, Jim Carrey is a in, in, when he was Jim younger. Carrey, we're, we're Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey now. Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey. <laughs> when in the nineties, he was a little too over the top. Like if you look at at uh, Jim Carrey <laughs> doing like Ace Ventura or like The Mask, that does not fit this movie at all. I yeah, think I think I, it yeah. had to be Tim Curry. I agree. I'm. I think. Yeah. I'm just saying. I I think it could have been made. Maybe not as well, but with other people. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> I like I said, I agree. Nineteen eighties mystery PG with some adult humor. I like the way they pulled it off, but it's just not that good of a movie. And I think a lot of the movie felt wasted because it felt like time fillers to make it a feature length movie. So I'll give it a six. Yeah, it uh, it was an enjoyable movie. Like I said, I've seen it quite a few times. It's not quite an eight. I would probably give it like a six and a half. Okay, okay. Shane. Yeah, I was, just being uh, or, or I was waiting for you. I, I thought right. you thought um, you gave me like the eyes. Well, I thought you were gonna go. Those anyway, googly eyes. Um, you know, I I've been having a hard time because it's such a dumb and simple movie, and the, like there's 
what there's the there's no plot. I mean, there's plot, but there's no plot. Um, there's too much plot. We've been over this. <laughs> well, I know, dude. But like, he's Mike wasn't paying attention. He wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he's been putting together the no, worst fantasy team ever. You, can you call this a plot? Like, it's just like yes. someone murders and I don't know. Somebody killed. I get what you, Mr. I'm, Body. I get what Mike's saying. It, it's not a plot. It's just like a. a it feels like a plot device extended into a movie. <laughs> like, Thank you know you. what I mean? It's not like an entire plot. It's just like right. this happens, and let's make how it happened okay. complicated. Right. Like the the point I'm trying to make is synopsize this movie. Well, someone <laughs> kills someone, and we're trying to figure it out, and then it takes the last five minutes of the movie to do that. Like that's there's so what's your plot anyway? Point is Scooby-Doo. maybe there's a plot, but not a point. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it like a, a six. I think I, I think I even think that's high. I'm gonna be the lowest one here, and I don't want it to think that you to think that it's because I hate this movie. I I guess it, this movie is just uh, okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate watching it. I didn't feel like I wasted time. I just there was it just did nothing for me. Uh, aside from the last twenty minutes, I'm gonna give it a five. It would be lower without Tim Curry. Um, but yeah, five. I mean, it's just right in the middle of of. Why do you hate this movie, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate no, it. It's I, just, I get it's what just, he's saying. I get what he's saying. It's a dumb like, movie. It's, it's a boring movie. It's well, a plain movie. I aside agree. from the last uh, twenty minutes, take away Tim Curry and well, I guess there were there were a lot of really good things about it that just weren't great. Like I said, it's PG, yeah. and they put some adult humor in there that worked well. A lot of the campiness that wasn't too over the top worked well. But I think right there in the middle of the road, six is right about where it should be. I mean, I, c- I can't complain about any of this because I, I knew going into it that I was probably going to be the highest rating because this is, like I said earlier, this is one of my favorite movies. Um, I love cult classics, and it's like this and Little Shop of Horrors are like my two favorite cult oh, classics see, of all time. if you could have done that one, I would have gave that probably high. Uh, I love well, that movie. It'll probably be coming down the pipeline um, eventually. I would have given this a four had it not been for the uh, singer death. That <laughs> that was worth the full point. Well, come on, there's so that many, was there's hilarious. So many little things, like like how Colonel Mustard is the butt of almost every joke. It, like just little things like that. I don't oh, know. I, hey, I find I, this movie very charming. I forgot to mention the part that made me laugh the hardest when the cop came and they're trying to cover up the murders by like making out with the corpses where it looks like they're making out and he sees with he's like he's like oh, there's nothing illegal going on here and Tim Curry's like. Because Tim Curry doesn't realize they covered it up. He's like, right. there isn't anything illegal. He's like, no, this is America. It's free country. I didn't know it was that free. I didn't know it was that free. <laughs> Thinking that the cops just letting murder slide. Right. So, yeah, that was. I, there were gems in there that would make you laugh. But I think, what are we at? 6.3 6, 6. over? 6.3 is, that's the, pretty is the average, um, which I, I can't complain about. It's it's lower than IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but... It is what it is. Um, I would recommend watching this. Would you guys say at least get around to watching it if you haven't seen it? Not necessarily a must-watch, but if you have time, if you have an hour and a half to kill, watch the movie. Yeah, I feel like this would be a fun group movie. Like you yeah. just have a group of friends together in a room, just throw it on. It'd be fun. I'm sure you can make a fun drinking game out of this. Like, you can make a drinking game. Just about every time an eyeball goes towards her boobs. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to go to the hospital, Shane. <laughs> or every time someone dies. Yeah. Well, it? I mean, you, there's like a set amount that you would be drinking. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be not a very good drinking game. We only drink like five times. Uh, I mean, you just got to drink a lot during those five times. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is a must-see. I wouldn't say this isn't a void. If you haven't seen it, if you, it's a fun movie at the very least. You if, won't regret watching it. If you like campy '80s, then you know it's something you should check out. If you like Tim Curry, something you should check. Yeah, out. Yeah, and with with, if you like McNeil and you like the uh, the uh, cult classic kind of movies, this you'll love this because I can see why he would rate an eight, uh, based on his taste on on cult classics. If you like those, then this is a must see. Other than that, yeah, check it out. All right. Well, uh, again, that's a 6.3 average from all of us. Um, if you haven't done so already, go like us on all of the social medias. We're at uh, Facebook at Nothing But Real Reviews and more. We're on Twitter at Nothing Real, R-E-E-L, if you guys still don't know how to spell it. Um, go hit us up on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, 
um, podcast.com podcast.com we're still five stars on iTunes so thank you we guys have, very much for that we have nine ratings that's Sh- awesome nine million ratings <laughs> yeah nine, <laughs> round, 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 that, round that to the nearest six million, million. <laughs> no I mean we're, we're a small podcast we're not we're not gonna say that we're not but that's like you think someone would have given us like a lesser score than that by now? No, but we we definitely I don't like that voice. Uh, we uh, definitely appreciate that uh, you guys like us so much. I'll even um, say I have not rated us, so yeah. one of those that, me. We're, we're not even cheating. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, before we leave, can I uh, plug it next yeah, week? Yeah, Shane's got a raging clue for next week. Blood uh, I don't have to do it now because we're probably running long no. on time. No, we have time. Yeah, we're we're good. Okay, did somebody mention Bloodfather? Yeah, in the past couple weeks. Did I, I not tell you guys <laughs> when Mike mentioned Bloodfather? <laughs> And he said, oh, God, a Mel Gibson movie. And I said it actually looked decent. And I said, Shane will watch this. We'll get his opinion. Here's his uh, completely non-biased <laughs> review. <laughs> uh, it is biased. I love Mel Gibson. I love action movies. This, it, it's a straightforward uh, action movie. It's not It's not uh, complicated. It's a simple story. Uh, the character is great uh, the best part about it is Mel Gibson it's not going to win any awards it's not going to it's not a game changer as far as movies but if you want to watch just a, an action movie definitely watch this to see Mel Gibson again uh, it's a story about redemption and second chances and and, and how Mel and Gibson regret. didn't have any yeah. uh, <laughs> why because he hates a group of people who cares <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so this is Shane's last uh, last appearance on our podcast. All I'm saying is the dude can act. I mean, if Tom Cruise is a weirdo, he can still act. It. I don't care about yeah, their. Personal I hate opinions. when people bring actors personalize it. Oh, yeah. I can't stand him because like who cares? That's off the screen. Yeah. If you like him as an actor, like him as an actor. Mel you don't Gibson have to like him is as a an person. awful person. <laughs> awful person. <laughs> he is a great actor and, and great he director. Still has it, uh, and you can see that in this movie. And Aaron, you should watch it because his character, the character arc is similar to uh, Judge Dredd in the Dredd remake of the, what, 2005, whenever that came out, where he doesn't make like a huge, he is who he is. He doesn't make, it's not like, oh, he's changed at the end. He is who he is. Uh, Stuff happens and he changes somewhat, but he is who he is. It's a realistic relationships, realistic character arc. Well, I will not be seeing this one only because finally Hell or High Water has come to Omaha. So I will be seeing that one this week. Maybe I can give a little mini review of that next week's podcast. So. Be actor Ben Foster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Top notch. Be actor Ben Foster. <laughs> holding his own against that. Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine. Oh. Ew. Uh, what's ew about that? What, any Jeff, of that is ew. Yeah. No. Jeff, Jeff Bridges? Jeff Are you Bridges serious? Great. Do you uh, know he was, who Jeff Bridges is? This yeah, dude's giving out eights for was, the gray, and he's ewing can I, Jeff can Bridges. I, can I bring up, uh, our, let's see, what is it? The R.I.P.D.? Can, can, oh, I, can I bring that up? One bad movie. <laughs> yeah, and blame a in guy a, for wanting to do fun stuff when he's 70 years old. In a film career full of amazing <laughs> movies and performances, you bring up R.I.P.D. Yeah. Look, nominated for Oscar in his twenties, and he acts big, for thirty that's a big plus black years. Mark. Come on. Yeah, I want to say a black it's a mark big on your record. Mark. No, it's just uh, you know what? Every you actor, to have fun. every actor has one of those movies. Except every Kevin Costner. Okay, or you, <laughs> Kevin Costner. But, you're gonna you're gonna knock Bridges for doing RAPD, but we're not just we're gonna not talk about Kevin Spacey doing Nine Lives. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it's K-Space. horrible. Um, I I unfortunately have to retroactively take back everything that I said about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, one movie, like one mistake in a thirty-year well, career, and McNeil just really takes a I, dump on you. Because I said that everything that Kevin Spacey does is amazing, and then he did this, and I'm like, well, I can't say everything have he you does. Seen now. it? Maybe okay. it's amazing. McNeil, who's your favorite actor? We will find out the black mark on his career and ruin it for you. <laughs> I don't know if I get. I don't know if I have a favorite actor. I don't know. Uh, give me, give me some time. Give me next week. I'll try and come up with my favorite actor. Picking a favorite actor is kind of like picking up top five, dude. I just said Edward Norton's one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that dude hasn't done a movie that anyone's seen in the past ten years. Uh, when he was did the Hulk Birdman. <laughs> he did Birdman. Uh, yeah, but that right. was that was Nobody Michael Keaton's it. movie. Yeah. You're right. And he was great. Also, I'm just going to say this. Never done we have not teased my pick for next week. No, we haven't. Oh. Um, and actually, I kind of want to give it up to a group vote. Oh, oh we yeah. haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, Die Hard. So, did you say Die Hard? 
Uh, we're voting. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I just, I'm, I'm pretty sure Mike's going to give us a list. I just this wanted guy. to like uh, suggest it. You know? Right. Oh, okay. Um, no, Fight Club. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Is, this, is it your top five? Star Trek and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Star Trek. Um, I would wait. Let's do Star Trek Beyond then. Make everyone go see it. No, I want to do the original. Uh, okay. that was one of his favorite. Yeah, I don't know. I want. I want to lean towards Fight Club because it's been a while since I've seen that. But I'm gonna vote Guardians because I own it and it's the easiest for me to find. <laughs> I'm gonna make this hard and vote Fight Club. Oh my I have God. one I'm vote for three different yeah, movies. I'm waiting for Brent. Well, I mean... Uh, Brent, what do you want to watch? We already had our moment earlier at the Trekkie thing. I'm going to go with Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. All of them. All right. No, all starting with the motion picture all I'm the way I'm doing Guardians the of the Galaxy then, so now we have to re-vote. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so it's, Wait, it's, it's between, it's between Guardians to, and Star Trek now? Aaron has to pick. It basically Wait, is what it comes down to. you can't vote. It's your movie. You just pick. So, well, no, here it goes. I own Star Trek, so I don't own Guardians because I thought it was overrated. and didn't like it that much. So we're doing Star Trek. That, if I have to cast my vote for one of those, that's that's where I'm putting it. All right, and okay. dibs on. I get to be on that one. <laughs> well, well, fine. Okay, okay, so Shane's gonna do both movies. Shane's next doing week. Magic Mike because that's punishment for all the time he's missed, dude. I volunteered for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 volunteered. he really did. I don't know if that's punishment. Yeah. Well, we, he just like, it's like, yeah, dude, I'll I'll do this. I'd be happy to do it. And then he just didn't show up for like 25 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was busy. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I didn't even know he was gonna be here. He just walked in in the middle of one, our last one. I was like, "What is he doing here?" Uh, so Star Trek from 2009, action adventure sci-fi, uh, from the incomparable J.J. Abrams. Oh uh, god, I'm that. I'm we kidding. get to make fun of his directing in this one too. Oh yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. because it's that was like the low light of his career. Low light with way too many lights. <laughs> Len- lens flare, I think, is the word you're looking yeah. for. Uh, so it's got an 8.0 on IMDb, so we'll see how our scores stack up to that next week. Um, also, I forgot to mention that, that we do have a website in the works um, that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, and that's not just like a maybe we will, maybe we won't thing. That That is actually happening. It's not like uh, Fast and Furious where we just put it <laughs> off for forever um, on purpose. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean... Honestly, well, that's what made me come back is you guys hated on Fast and Furious. It was so bad. <laughs> It deserved every bit of that. You just don't see the good in things. All right, so... Because uh, The Rock took an oil shower before every scene. <laughs> That's what makes a good man movie a good man movie. Which is not the most ridiculous thing The Rock movie. has done right. in the Fast and Furious movie. Well, that's I, just not the most ridiculous thing The Rock has done, I just wanted done, to period. see when The Rock picks up that giant gun and starts... I just wanted to see it like squirt backwards out of his arm <laughs> as he shoots it. <laughs> All right. Anyways. We have fun here. So check out Magic Mike and Star Trek next week. Uh, somebody on the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night. And good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook, and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.